it's prime time, so you know that Jesus reigns. We hear the word and we never be the same. We speak the truth and we never playing games. We got baby JB, tell them Holy Spirit doing things. Prime time, got the heat, take a seat, chill. We ain't never be JC, front seat, every week, no defeat, we take a heat. Come in, don't creep, no fear, nah. We just believe, start to beat, so and reap. Never lost, JB, leave the sheet. Welcome to Primetime Faith, the podcast that keeps young people and parents informed about current events and helps you to live by faith. My name is Jerome Baker, and on today's episode, I want to discuss the topic Isaiah Rashad publicly saying he is sexually fluid and how that affects our young people. Okay, so we're going to get right into it in just a few moments. First, I want to encourage you to visit primetimefaith.com for weekly updates on current events that affect our young people and can help with parenting. You know, the Bible talks about how it is so important for us not to be unwise, but to know what the will of the Lord is. There is so much going on concerning our young people, and it behooves us to be uninformed. So stop by primetimefaith.com. Also, follow me on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all of that good stuff. You can visit my personal website at jabmen.com, J-A-B-M-I-N.com. So let's get into it. Again, thanks so much for listening. So if you do not know who Isaiah Rashad is, let me tell you a little bit about him and give you some of his background. Uh, He is an American rapper and he is from Chattanooga, Tennessee. In 2014, in an interview with Vice, uh, he admitted that at the age of 19, he had suicidal tendencies and attempted suicide multiple times. So we have to remember, man, when we listen to certain music or any music by a particular author, you got to remember that person has a certain spirit. And here he admitted back in 14 that he uh, dealt with suicide and even attempted suicide multiple times. A little bit more about him. He says his musical influences uh, are vast. And I pulled out just a few of them that I recognize. Of course, Snoop. And we know Snoop. He he is everywhere nowadays. Uh, But but he is one of uh, the most popular gangster rappers. Uh, We know that he promotes uh, marijuana use. Uh, Many people don't know that at one point he was uh, selling pornography. Okay, Uh, KRS-One is a rapper back from the 80s and he's still relevant today. But he came out and authored the hip hop Bible and talked about how uh, hip hop artists are prophets and pastors and evangelists and how uh, you know, they, they, that hip hop basically is a religion. So KRS one is definitely, uh, someone that you do not want to be listening to as Christian, uh, little Wayne out of new Orleans and, uh, little Wayne recently had a song called I'm a demon. So that that's enough right there for me. <laughs> and triple six mafia was another one of his musical influences out of the Memphis, Tennessee area. And they were known back in the 90s and early uh, 2000s for their crunk style music they they made that song uh, and they actually 
Juicy J, one of the producers for the group. You remember the movie Hustle and Flow, and that song whooped that trick. That's them. And so uh, they, Triple Six Mafia or 666, they made a lot of horror, horror, horror type uh, rap music and, and demonic stuff talking about the devil and Satan. So these are his musical influences. Back in 2022, earlier this year, February 9th, two sex tapes of Rashad and other men were leaked, sparking discussion online about his sexuality. So there was an alleged sex tape with him coming out, him and some other men sleeping around. So this is this is him, Isaiah Rashad. And let's see, here recently on the Joe Button podcast, um, this is where he sat down and talked about him being what is now called sexually fluid. One of the many terms <laughs> that people use to describe themselves sexually. Now, Joe Button is a is a hip hop artist from back in the day, and he has a podcast, and it's very popular. Uh, I must admit, I don't listen to it, uh, but he has over 500 episodes. He gets two million plays per week. And he has a total of 104 million plays. And so this is a platform that reaches a lot of young people. So imagine the influence that a person can have if they're on such a platform and they're discussing uh, their sexual identity, their preferences and these things. Uh, This is something that's very, very powerful and persuasive when you're talking about young people. Okay, so I want to play the clip that was on the Joe Button podcast where he talks about being uh, sexually fluid. And then we're going to talk about it here on today's episode. This is Isaiah Rashad on the Joe Button podcast. So I have to ask you, you said your family knew, grandparents knew, your girl knew. But for the people who didn't know, how do you identify today? I'd say, like, I'm sexually fluid. What like, does, I, What does that mean? I, I'm still learning about it myself. I'm, I'm getting put my heads in the books to, to, to find out the, the, the basics of it. But basically, like, I don't, I'm not in full control of when I walk into a room who I'm attracted to. Okay. And just because I grew up in, in high school, I dated this type of person. In college, I dated this type of person. It doesn't necessarily mean as an adult that it's gonna always be like specific, but I'm more so attracted to like a personality. I'm attracted sometimes to the intellect and sometimes just be just being attracted to somebody. Wow, that is crazy. So that again is his comments on the Joe Button podcast about what it means to him to be sexually fluid. Now that's sad. He couldn't even explain what it meant. <laughs> He said he was still putting his head around it. He's in the books trying to figure out what that means. And to me, that sounds like confusion. The Bible says that God is not the author of confusion. Why are you going to do something that you don't even have an understanding about what it is that you're doing? The Bible says in all of your getting, get understanding. So I'm not going to be doing something. And then somebody asked me, what is it? And I'm saying, I don't know. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. It's just like when you become a Christian, you need to know what you're doing. You need to know what it means when you say Jesus is now Lord and Jesus is Savior. Lord, meaning he's going to 
tell me what to do and I do it. His word is is what goes. And Savior means he's the one that delivers me. He's the one that protects me. He's the one that that prospers me. So this is this is just so sad and unfortunate. Uh, He goes on to say, uh, if you remember in the quote, he said that he's not in full control of who he's attracted to when he walks into a room. Are you serious? You're not in control of your own feelings. That means whatever you desire, you just walk in that. People, we got to wake up. This is this is not the will of God. The Bible teaches that a person that does not have control of his own spirit is like a city with broken down walls. Anything can come in and anything can go can go out. That means you're allowing something or someone else to lead you. And we have to be careful about who we allow to lead us. The true sons of God, the Bible says, are led by the spirit of God. And we don't need to be led by the flesh or fleshly desires because if we sow into the flesh the bible says we will reap corruption so uh man this is this is just so sad so i took it a step further and i wanted to find out so what is the formal definition what are they saying being sexually fluid means and check this out to be sexually fluid is one or more changes in sexuality or sexual identity, sometimes known as sexual orientation identity. So in other words, I'm a man. That's my sexual identity. I am male. (laughs) I am attracted to female, my wife. I'm attracted to a woman. But hey, when you're sexually fluid, you may be a man, but today you may not want to be sexually attracted or attracted to a woman. When you're fluid, you just flow. <laughs> you, you may want to be attracted to a man. And then you wake up two days later, you may want to be attracted to a child. You may want to be attracted to uh, this, that, or the other. Sexually fluid. You just go with whatever you desire. Oh, my gosh. That right there, people is not only sick but in my opinion that is demonic because the bible is clear god made woman for for man and so whenever someone else is trying to be fluid or whatever that that right there i believe is just out of the will of god when you consider the scripture now in a recent interview with rolling stone He was furthermore asked about his sexual fluid lifestyle. And you know how it is in in this country. When anyone comes out and says that they are not traditionally like a man attracted to a woman. Oh, it's everywhere, especially if they are a celebrity, because that's how they control many of the masses. They get these celebrities that people idolize and then they go ahead and release their thoughts, beliefs and opinions. And they want people, I believe, to just follow Uh, in their footsteps and I can say that because the scripture talks about blind leadership and how people can follow the blind but if you follow the blind or you follow a blind leader Jesus said you're both going to end up in a ditch so we have to be careful but again in this Rolling Stone interview folks he says luckily I date someone who has similar understanding of themselves in that way 
she's putting me on to a lot of stuff I didn't even understand. So he's yoking up with someone who seemingly, according to this quote, has the same mindset when it comes to her sexuality. That's why it's important not to be unequally yoked. You and I have to make sure we are careful who we associate with. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs that the righteous chooses his friends carefully because the wicked can lead them astray. This is so obvious. Somebody has gotten in his head and they're basically telling him what to do. You know, in certain circles, they call that a handler especially when you're talking about celebrities and so forth. They have handlers. They have people that sway them in their decisions. Oh, no. Oh, no. The Bible even further teaches that evil company corrupts good habits. You can't keep hanging around certain folk and it not affect you. Paul was so serious about this teaching. He told one church, when you look in the New Testament, he told them, look, I don't even want you to fellowship with fornicators i don't even want you to hang out (laughs) with such people because they're going to sway you yeah they're going to move you to do something uh that that you you have no business doing so he said i don't i don't even want you to keep company with them i don't even want you to hang out with them And, and i just believe you have to be careful who you associate with You have to be careful because people can get you out of the will of God. And I don't know about you. I rather would be in the will of God like David. He said, in your house, I will dwell forever. Or in your presence, Lord, I want to dwell forever. He also spoke about how he came to gradually understand and explore his sexuality over the past couple of years. He says in a quote, I've had a couple of experiences like dating and hanging out and honestly trying different things, things I didn't expect to be trying. Man, there's certain things when you look in scripture, we just need to stay away from. We need to know, look, I don't need to be doing this. Eve had no business trying the fruit that God told her not to partake of. When it comes to sex, when it comes to drugs, when it comes to how we think, talk, and behave, there's just certain things we should know we don't need to be trying. We don't need to allow curiosity to get the best of us. We don't need to allow what is forbidden to become a part of our appetite. We learn this from Adam and Eve, the first text in the scripture, in the book of Genesis. There are just certain things we we just shouldn't try. And I know temptation is real. Oh, my gosh. Temptation is real. The imagination can paint some pictures, but we have to learn how not to enter into temptation. In order for us not to enter into temptation, Jesus told his disciples, you got to pray. In order for us not to yield to desires that our flesh may have, we have to kill our flesh. We have to learn how to put our body up under subjection and of course when I say kill I don't mean like murder or suicide but you have to learn how to deny fleshly desires according to the scripture so how can this affect our young people we have to understand as as young men and young women that we don't need to allow people that are in such positions to influence us to do things we have no business doing yeah 
We don't need to allow anybody, whether it's someone in our family, school, to influence us to do something that we know our God does not want us to do. All right. The Bible talks about in 1 John 5, I think it's the 21st verse. Little children, keep yourself from idols just because a person has a whole bunch of streams. And, and Isaiah Rashad, he, people listen to him. He has over 46 million streams where people listen to his music. He is someone that is influential, but we have to keep ourselves from idols. I'm not going to listen to what you're proclamating. I'm not going to listen to your music. I'm not going to follow your trends. I'm going to be a trendsetter. We don't need to give these people place, their thoughts, their ideologies, give them place in our life. That's what Paul told one church. Don't give place to the devil. Because you know, when he comes in, all he's going to do, according to John 10, 10, is steal, kill, and destroy we must make sure we stand on the principles of the scripture, even if it's not popular. So what can parents do? First and foremost, I believe it's important for us as parents to be examples. We need to make sure that we're examples to our young people. They don't need to see us idolizing such folk. They don't need to see us listening to their type music. We need to be examples because there's no way you can tell a young person what to do when they can look at your life and see that you're not doing it. Yeah. Jesus said in Matthew 7 and 5, hypocrite, <laughs> first remove the plank from your own eye. Then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. I can't help my own children if they look at my life and see me doing what I'm telling them not to do. So I need to be an example. Be an example to my children, young people in the church and so forth talk to our young people that's something we can do make sure that we're constantly putting god's word into them talk to them about this give them such uh resources as this podcast the articles that you find on primetime faith talk to them let them read them ask them what they think about it find out where their mindset is investigate go through their phone see what they're listening to stand by the door of their bedroom and observe what they're watching on television on on netflix take that phone and go through that search history and see what they're into and start dealing with these different things of course we need to pray for our kids man we got to keep them up under the blood of jesus and one thing i like to do personally is just research anytime i start seeing something that's popular sweeping the nation I, I like to find out okay where did that come from who started that why are all these kids following this i like to research so be an example investigate research talk to them pray these are some things that that we can do as leaders as parents in order to deal with these issues that we see in our day that's attacking our young people finally I want to encourage you just to stand on the principles of the scripture. You know, Leviticus 20 and 13 says, if a man lies with a male as he lies with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. We just got to stand on that. No matter how they gloss it up, no matter how much they, they, they proclamate it, I believe we should stand on God's word. I believe that it's still in order to be holy as God is holy. 
That's what 1 Peter 1 and 15 says. But as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct or your behavior. So, folks, I'm telling you, it is a lot going on and we need to make sure that we are not only informed, but we are fighting against all of these different things that are coming against the mind, spirits, the sexual identity of our young people. Hey, I want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Primetime Faith. Be sure to go by my website, primetimefaith.com, for weekly updates on current events that affect our young people and can help keep you informed. Don't forget my website, jabmen.com. You'll find my YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff right over there. And I hope you join me on my next episode. Have a wonderful day. God bless you.